morning, Cove Lady Spot Time. I know that this is <clears throat> not usual for us to go live this early in the morning. I didn't make any announcement that I was going live, um, but I wanted to hop on this morning and uh, just talk to you ladies for just a little bit. So if you're able to hop on, that's great. If you're not, that's okay too, because I know that this is kind of out of the ordinary for me to go on live um, early in the morning. Um, and I fully am aware that not everybody in Cove Ladies Fight Time attends Covenant Church in Rusk. And so um, I just wanted to let you all know that I was supposed to go live yesterday. Um, and I tried to go live all afternoon. Even last night after church services, I was trying to go live. And I just did not feel a release from the Lord to go live. Um, and so for those of you that are not part of Covenant Church, um, unfortunately, yesterday, a tragedy struck our our church body. And so last night, um, as my husband and I were sitting in the living room and I said, I'm supposed to do fight time and I just don't feel, I don't want to get emotional. I just don't feel a release from the Lord to go live. And my sweet husband said, Casey, sometimes it's just time to mourn. It's just a time of mourning. And so last night I did not go live because I felt like my husband was correct that sometimes it's okay to just be quiet. Sometimes it's okay to just be still in the moment and allow the Holy Spirit to do the work that the Holy Spirit does. And so if you're not part of Covenant Church, uh, the family, you are here on fight time. Um, but just know that the Lord is sustaining us and he is keeping us and, um, and, and we are going to be okay. But that is why I did not go live last night. I just did not feel a release from the Lord to do that. Um, and my prayer and my husband and I's prayer last night was just that his spirit would go forth to every covenant, um, fight time woman. And he would minister the way that he can. No one else can minister like the Holy Spirit. So that was our prayer over you last night. But then this morning, we got up and it was my daughter's first day of school. So my husband and I just went to Tyler to drop her off at school. And I have a few minutes before I have to go and relieve um, my sweet babysitter of all my littles. And so I've just been, of course, thinking and praying today. And I felt like the Lord gave me something for fight time today for this morning. So Lexi will also be on this afternoon. You're going to get double whammy fight time today. But I felt like this morning... The Lord really gave me a word for Cove Ladies, for Cove Ladies Spot Time members, and that this is going to be a good word for everybody. So I don't want to be long, but I do want to be very cautious to say exactly what the Lord has given me this morning. So I'm going to pray real fast, and then we're going to get started. Heavenly Father, I'm, I'm so grateful, Lord, that you tell us when to be still and that you tell us when to move. And God, I'm thankful for obedience for my, from my husband who covers me, and I'm thankful, Father, that you give us... Um, and the ears to hear your spirit when you speak. So, Father, I'm asking you right now, Lord, anoint my words so that I can speak exactly what you've given me to these women, Father. And I pray that it lands on their ears so perfectly the way that you've created. In Jesus' name, amen. I am in the car at a coffee shop. So, if people drive by, that's one. All right. So, whenever I was praying this morning, I felt like this was, and this was kind of what the Lord was giving me yesterday, but it's, I feel like it's in full context today. Um, and this is something that the Lord has been working with me on. And so it just, I feel like it's full circle today. So one of the, the, the things I, I want to talk about first is um, in Matthew 14, when Jesus 
walks on the water. So I'm gonna read it to you, ladies. I'm not gonna be long, but I do wanna read it to you, ladies, because I know that not everybody knows this story. So Jesus had gotten through preaching and um, the, the boat was full of the disciples and they were out on the Sea of Galilee. And the scripture says, meanwhile, the boat was already some distance from the land, battered by the waves because the wind was against them. So there was a storm coming. Jesus came toward them walking on the sea very early in the morning. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. They said, it's a ghost. I'm reading from my Bible. That's <laughs> so I'm looking down. It's a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. Immediately, Jesus spoke to them, have courage. It's me. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter answered, command me to come to you on the water. Jesus said, come. He climbed out of, Peter climbed out of the boat. Peter started walking on the water and he came toward Jesus. But when he saw the strength of the wind, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand, caught hold of him and said to him, you of little faith. Why do you doubt? So that's the scripture that the Lord gave me this morning. And I love, if you've ever sat through any of my Bible studies, you know that I love like word study because um, we can read the Bible in English. But whenever you truly dig into um, its natural language, uh, it the meanings just go from 10 to 200,000, okay? It's so stinking cool. So I've always thought about this. I always thought, okay, why does he say, you of little faith. And he says it twice. He also says it to his disciples whenever they were unable to cast out um, or to help a little boy that had been oppressed. So like he says this several times to his disciples, but these are men who literally gave up their entire lives to follow after Jesus. And yet he's telling them, you have little faith. So as we begin studying this, I realized that, that this word in the Greek does not mean what we think it means. So the Greek word for little faith is Olo, oh no, I can't say this. And my Bible study ladies are gonna laugh at me. Oligopiste, oligopiste, okay? That's the Greek word, Greek word for little faith. And the, the way that Jesus uses it in this context actually is not a real word. Whenever you, you look through the history of the Greek language, it's not a real word. Jesus has made up this word, but we can break it down into, into the root, okay? So, pistis, pistis, I don't know how you say it. That part of the word means faith. Oligo means either little or short. So when we start thinking about this, okay, Peter said, I'm going to walk on this water. And he saw Jesus and he said, I have faith enough to say, tell me to come, beckon me to come and I'm going to come. And he steps out on the water. He has faith. Faith is trust in God. He has faith. And scripture tells us if we have faith the size of a mustard seed, then we have the faith to move a mountain. So it doesn't make sense that he would say you have little faith. If you have enough faith of a mustard seed, then you can do anything. So it doesn't make sense that that part of the word oligo would mean little. What it does make sense for it to mean is to mean short faith. The fact that Peter had enough faith to say, take me out on the water. But then the moment things started getting too rough, he began to doubt and sink. That shows that that means that Jesus said, you of short faith. Why is your faith so short? When things get rocky, you waver. 
Why? Why is it so short? So uh, this is what the Lord gave me this morning. He said, ladies, Casey, quit having short faith. Whenever things look so dire and so desperate and so uh, intense around you, quit saying, oh, God, where are you? God, where are you in the midst of this? God, where where have you gone? Why have you left me here? Look back on your faith and realize that he has never left you or forsaken you. Last night, Brian was talking about how look back and see that he has always been there. Maybe it was Lexi. He has always been there for you. We have to have long faith, not short faith. If that's resonating with you, please type in the comments. Amen. Maybe I'm not seeing comments if you're saying it. Give me a heart, something, so I know that you're hearing it. God's plans cannot be thwarted. So maybe right now you are, you know, we as a, as a church body right now, we're in the middle of a tragedy. For those of you, you may be in the middle of a marriage situation where you're like, God, this is dire. You may be um, dealing with health issues in your body or someone else's body where you're saying, this, I, I don't know where you are, God, in this. Like, I don't understand how this can happen. Maybe you are just a stay-at-home mom and you were overwhelmed. That was me yesterday. And I'm saying, God, I know that you are here with me. I need you. Where are you? And he's looking at you today, woman of God, and he is saying, why do you have such short faith? I have given you the faith. I'm going to explain that in just a second. I've given you the faith. And so you have to have long faith because here's the reality. You can have little faith the size of a mustard seed. But the little faith of a mustard seed endures over and over again when it becomes long. From faith to faith. Jesus in Luke um, 18 and 1 says, pray, always pray and never give up. From faith to faith we live. So if you're in the middle of something that seems so just desolate right now, your heavenly father is reaching out to you right now, woman of God. And he's saying, don't look to the right. Don't look to the left. Even though none of this might make sense, keep your eyes on me. I'm not letting go of you, woman of God. I'm not letting go of you, daughter. I am right here with you, no matter what it is. I am standing beside you. I am not letting go of you. And here's why. In Scripture, um, in Romans 1 and 17, or I'm sorry, in Hebrews, he talks about how God is the author and the perfecter of our faith. In Romans 1 and 17, it says that um, we learn that the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. And that we can um, see that it is by God's grace that he reveals his faith to us. So if God gives us the eyes to see how faithful God is, how holy God is, he reveals that to us in a supernatural way. He is going to make sure that we endure that till the end. He's going to perfect it. He's going to keep that faith until the end. And this is what it looks like. It looks like this. When I have a hold of my son Cannon by the hand, and we step up off of the curb, or if any of you have seen me try to get my children into church, you see me grabbing his hand in the parking lot. I have his hand. And as we step off onto the curb to cross the street, my baby can drop to his knees. He can trip and fall. He can try to run away and pull from me. But the reality is I, I have him by the hand. And no matter how hard he pulls for me, how, how, where he goes, where he trips and falls, I am not letting go of him because I see the dangers around him. This is what your heavenly father is doing to you. He has revealed to you 
his righteousness. And by grace, he has given you the faith. And he is going to sustain that. He's not going to let you go. So, daughter, your faith may waver right now. Your faith may be shaken right now. You're, you may look a little rocky. Your faith may wane a little bit. And you may be, may be struggling. Maybe you have less than a mustard seed of faith right now. But your heavenly father is not letting go of you because he has given you a supernatural faith to believe in him right now. So you do not let go of him. And even if you try to let go of him, he won't let go of you. Whenever you are a true believer in Christ, you are bound to your heavenly father. So you can, you can fall, you can trip, but he has you in a grip. He has you there and he will not let you go. So, woman of faith, this morning, I am encouraging you, no matter what you're walking through, whether it's the tragedy that we had here at our church, or it is something in your family or something in your um, your home, maybe you're in a toxic workplace. Hello, been there, okay? Maybe it's something that you're having to endure every single day. Right now, in your mind, say, God, I don't understand it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know all the ins and outs of what's going on in my life right now. But what I do know is that I will have a long faith that is going to continue to endure. So, Father, perfect my faith right now. Help me to know that you are near to me. Help me to see that you are right there gripping me, not letting me go. Father, help me to keep my eyes on you so that my, my body doesn't sink in the middle of a storm. God, you are with me. You are with me. Your saving faith was given to us by grace, and you won't let us go. So that is my encouragement to you this morning. I'm going to pray over us. And again, Lexi is going to be on later, but I just felt like God was saying, woman of God, don't let your faith waver. We, we trust in the Lord. We trust in the Lord even when we don't understand. And um, I taught this in Bible study on Tuesday night about um, the uh, God of Abraham, the God of Abraham, of Abraham, who God promised a child. And it was 25 years that he waited before God gave him the promise. But he never, he never wavered from the promise. I say he never did. There was a little blip there, if you know the story. But he held true to the promise of God. And he is the father of the faith. So we walk as Abraham walked. We know that there is a promise that we have been given. So we keep our eyes on God, no matter what the storm is around us. And we walk with our eyes on him. And he has us in a grip. So, Father, I thank you so much for your word, Lord. I pray, Lord, that this touches the women of God the way that you have ordained this to, Father. I pray that the anointing flows. That's not my words, God, but it was your words that speak to your women right now, Father. And I pray, Lord, that you strengthen their faith today, that you give them um, peace today, God, no matter what situation they're walking through. Father, I pray that you reveal their, your love for them so strongly right now, God, that they feel your supernatural presence all around them. God, I pray right now that you touch every single heart and that they turn their eyes towards you. God, we align ourselves with you this morning. We declare that you are God over our lives. We turn our eyes towards you, Father. Keep us steadfast towards you, just like you are steadfast for us. God, we thank you that you are the author and the perfecter of our faith and that you keep it and endure until the very end. You perfect it and endure it to the very end. God, we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I can't see any of your comments if you've commented. 
I can't see any hearts if you hearted. That's okay. Um, I pray that the Lord blesses you today, keeps you, and I love you very, very much. Bye-bye.